is the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm still here. And on this week's episode... Teachers, do you feel like you live at your job? Well, now you can. Our office is completely nonpartisan, says completely partisan official. Where there's cigarette smoke, there's cigarette fire. As if Republicans didn't have enough to worry about. Best Pro Shops won't honor lifetime warranty on socks. Spain's requirement for women police officers comes up short. And... <laughs> I'm laughing about my previous thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Meta is suing Meta for naming itself Meta. Yeah, when Mark Zuckerberg got the legal papers, he was furious that it didn't have a dislike button. Mm, same. And... Uh, the worst was, after the first suit, a bunch of others just started auto-playing. <laughs> well, don't worry. The company will survive and continue to destroy our country and democracy. Oh, good. Yes. Meta's just upset that Meta still has a Meta account. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. this is what I hear. Uh-huh. I always hear, we talked about this before, I always hear Facebook drama, third hand. <laughs> third hand. And apparently someone who graduated in 03 posted a facebook post saying hey everybody why don't you post why don't you tag the person you had a crush on in high school and then a bunch of people went on and posted their crushes and i'm like you guys this is this 20 years this ago, is gonna friends. cause drama like when you all see each other at the whitaker road kroger <laughs> <laughs> i never cause some drama i never see anyone i graduated or went to school with at that kroger well because you know never ever you only went there for a year, right? Yeah, but I mean, I knew enough people. My wife went there, and yeah. like I went there, you went there, and like I know people. I never see anyone I know. I always see rando people, like j- just like on the fringe of like I don't want to talk to them. I uh-huh. don't want to know about their life. But like one time, I saw Scott Guthrie, and Scott Guthrie is he graduated in one with me. I he's he was an okay guy kind of like the class clown kind of guy mm-hmm. and we literally just said hey what's up and then kept walking that there was the perfect thing you know perfect you know who i did run into Uh-oh. at I, my boss you're at kroger yes your current boss my current boss even oh. though i work like over near livonia did your boss graduate from lincoln no no Uh-oh. no so it was uh, actually it was <laughs> the thing was it was the day I, I took off uh to go to a funeral oh oh and so i stopped at the kroger to grab some starbucks uh and i heard my boss say my name i was like what (laughs) Uh, and it turns out so she was we have a a school that's in our company like right down the road um nearby yeah and so she was there for a principal's meeting oh okay and was stopping at the kroger to get some flowers for one of the other principals whose birthday it was or something oh that's sweet Uh, and so but yeah that's the only person i ever run into at that kroger speaking of birthdays Uh uh-huh it's our birthday it is our birthday not today birthday no not i think uh what day is it's the 20th okay monday i think was our birthday Today's the 20th. Yeah, today's the 20th. Okay. Because it's moon landing so day. So Monday was. And, but it's the first episode since. It is the first episode since our. Starting our fourth year of this podcast. Uh, no, our podcast started four years ago. This is the beginning of our fifth year. You're lying. Correct. <laughs> 2018 was our first year. Uh-huh. 2019. Yeah. 20. Ooh. 21. Ooh. 22. This is the start of our fifth year. Start wow. of our fifth year. Four full 
200 episodes. Well, shall we have a retrospective for the last <laughs> I'm years? actually, I am working on a thing Are from really? back when we used to do the cold opens. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try and put something together and post it somewhere. That's so. back when we used to be creative on the show. It's fun. Some of well, some of them are good. Uh huh. Some of them are not so good. Oh no. Uh, even my wife, she came down. She's like, "That was not good. That was a real stinker." <laughs> uh, it, I was doing like a. It was my original Trump voice. I don't understand how it was different than. So my Trump voice I use now is it's yeah. just uh, the Alec Baldwin's Trump. Sure. Voice. It's an impression of an impression. Oh, is this like? Before and I think Alec I was Baldwin trying to do my. Thing? I think I was trying to do my own. Yeah. Thing. It was like fuck it. We're just going to do this one, okay? <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. Yep, that's just going to have to be. All right. So, yeah. So I'm working on that, and uh, okay. I'll, I'll post it at some point. Should be cringeworthy, as yeah. they say. <laughs> some, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll do, like, uh, I'll, I'll edit it down, maybe. Okay. There's some. Uh, there's something. Go- so you did one where uh, you're having us do, like, breathing exercises that went on for, like, four minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Logan was on that episode, and he's like, "I'm not oh, yeah. fucking doing that." <laughs> he was right to not do it. Yeah. So, so yeah. Back when we used to be uh, creative on the show, we don't really. Yeah, we I mean, we just talked. Did now. song parodies? Yeah. And... Well, did we have more time or more ambition back in then, or like maybe we just maybe we just realized we don't need to do those things, <laughs> or maybe we've just fallen into a groove. Oh, and we need to uh, find a new spice groove. it up. Yeah. yeah. As the Just, emperor would you, do. You got to beware of the groove. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, how was your week? Well, uh, it was fine. So um, I'm going through this thing where I'm struggling keeping up with daily chores. Oh. Like laundry and dishes and vacuuming and stuff. Laundry is a daily chore? Well, I'm saying like day-to-day things you know day-to-day operations yeah there's only two of us one and a half because you know i have 50 percent custody of my child and uh, i'm having trouble doing those things man it's bad and today i'd had a huge to-do list and i got a bunch of stuff done nice but it's like stuff that i should have been doing for two weeks and i Mm -hmm. didn't do it and now i have to spend a whole day doing this stuff i should just do it i have this thing Mm -hmm. where if if something gives me a little bit of um uh what's the word not pushback push uh but uh, if, if there's a little tiny problem if it's slightly uncomfortable to do it mm. i won't do it for example mm. back when i lived in the old apartment i so, so dishes were mm-hmm. not done every day but they were done of every few days right uh the the way that my kitchen was laid out in the apartment was like there was the sink there was a dishwasher to the left, and then all the dishes and stuff all went to the, in the cabinet on the right. Mm-hmm. And it was very easy to just boom, boom, load, unload, yeah, whatever. Yeah. In my house now, I have to walk around the dishwasher mm. to get to some of the dishes, and I keep like hitting my shin on the corner of the dishwasher, mm-hmm. and like I associate shin pain with dishwasher now. Oh no, <laughs> and, that's not and, good. No, it's not good. So like I need to rearrange some things. So the dishwasher is on the left perhaps but then the dishes are on the right but there's not enough space in the the shelves that i did anyway so those kind of things uh when i take out the trash like where my trash is right now like it's it's kind of in a confined spot where if i i have to like take it out of the container and move it to get the trash out mm-hmm. and then i have to put it outside but then i have to take it all the way outside but then like it's hard to walk outside on my bare feet like it's just 
if there are any sort of minor barriers <laughs> to doing any of my chores, I just don't want to do them. And I'm learning that about myself now um, in order to make it easier for me to do these things. So now I have like, I think, okay, how do I, how do I make it easier to put away dishes? Mm-hmm. How do I make it easier to take out my trash? And so I'm working on those, but there's always a, always another barrier to can't move the dishes until I get more shelves or I can't move the trash can until I get a new refrigerator. Like I, there's, Mm -hmm. it's very frustrating to me, but anyway, (laughs) despite that, I did a a bunch of stuff today. It was very good this weekend. I'm going down to, uh, the horrible state of Ohio (laughs) to visit visit my dad. Oh, okay. And uh, we're going to do, we're going to go to the county fair, and then we're going to have a cookout, and we're going to have a family reunion. Uh, Well, my dad doesn't have a smoker, but he's going to cook chicken. You should put yours in your car. It actually wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, Take it on down and smoke it? Yeah. Smoke it. Smoke at meat. You smoke it while you're driving. Actually, if there was a little, uh, it would be very funny <laughs> to, Tesla, to see a Tesla driving down the road with a smoke in the back. The back. Yeah. Oh, the battery's on fire. No. It's burning oil. Not this time. <laughs> so that's uh, pretty much it for me. All right. How's your week? Uh, so the day after we recorded, I mm-hmm. went to New York City. New! Oh, we said it already. <laughs> uh, and uh, we, we saw some shows. Uh, got to see Billy Crystal oh. in uh, Mr. Saturday Night. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, it was what, very funny. What is, the, what is the Mr. Saturday Night? What is that? So the premise is that he was like a comedian. He had a comedy show in the 1950s. And then he does something and loses his show. And Oh, he gets canceled? Uh, I think he tells them to all go fuck themselves, oh, basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, so, okay, cool. So like Ellen? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then it jumps to the nineties. Actually, most of it takes back in the nineties and they're like reminiscing about things, but it's, so it takes place in the nineties where on the Emmy awards, they list him as dead in the in memoriam and he's obviously not dead. Sure. Uh, and so he tries to use this attention to like rebuild his career. Okay. uh, And kind of has to deal with some of the mistakes he made in the past and, you know, finding peace in his life and things like that. Uh, but it's very funny, uh, as he since he plays a comedian there's like you know it's like being at a comedy show where he's like making fun of people and oh yeah you know, and it was very good uh very enjoyable making fun of people like in the audience like uh, doing crowd work yes but not really oh, okay like you know he just randomly like man back there like he's not necessarily calling anyone specifically out because it's lines the wall. uh yeah but it, it's as if he was uh doing that so did he write this show uh, I don't know. So it's based on a movie okay. that I believe he was also in okay. back in like the 80s, 90s. Oh, okay. um, so I don't know how much writing he was involved. I'd have to look in the program. It's, it's weird to me to think about Billy Crystal not just doing a one man show. Yeah. It was a very know? small cast, though. It was, yeah. uh, and some of the actors that were in it were pretty well known. Uh, like if you saw me, you'd be like, oh, I know that guy. I don't know what he's done, but I yeah. know that guy. He always plays like a bit character kind of thing. Okay. Plays his brother. And, hey, that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> no, it isn't. He's dead. <laughs> his son. Oh, his son was in Licorice Pizza. What? That's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Horrible movie. Didn't like it. Uh, so we went and saw that. Uh, and then the next day we took a walk. 
22 blocks because we didn't want to ride the subway since New York is very COVID-y. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So we walked down to the Harry Potter store that they put in New York. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Very nice. Greatly enjoyed it. And then we walked the 22 blocks yeah. back to our hotel so that we could go see a show. We saw Moulin Rouge. 22 blocks. That's like um, about, a couple of miles, it's right? It's about 1.3 miles. Oh, wow. So it was like almost three miles around And in the trip. middle of summer. Was it the heat wave? That, uh, that sort of... It was pretty warm. We went first thing in the morning, so it was still in the 70s. Yeah. And by the time we were coming back, it was like almost 80 okay uh, and yeah i was i was sweating like a whore in church so uh <laughs> sweating more on the way down though but i think i was more hydrated on the trip down oh you ran out of sweat for the yeah. way back yeah i was like i've got a sweat spot on me that's, oh, that's embarrassing. embarrassing yeah um how do people because people do that all the time well they ride subways mostly yeah. but people are just outside walking in new york all the time how do they not arrive sweaty well they probably do and continue to sweat yeah that's my thing like i could you know if Why i rode a bike to work mm-hmm. i'd be sweating there but then you get there and then you continue to sweat for an hour right yeah, yeah. That's maybe gross. the rest of the day because your body's just hot yeah um but you know that's why new york smells like that <laughs> that's why it smells like urine and homeless people <laughs> well now it smells like weed oh does it really a lot of dispensaries but the way they do dispensaries it's basically like a food truck and they're just like parked on the side of the road oh and then all the all the actual like food carts that are on the sidewalk just like pull up next to it. <laughs> of course, yeah. it's like, hey, you had your edible, you won a freaking euro. Yeah, got the munchies yet? Yeah. How wait about some? In, wait how, an hour. How about some candied nuts? Oh, ugh, no, thank, no. <laughs> I hate candied nuts so bad. What, like the cinnamon? Yes, cash, not hate cashews, it. almonds. All of them. Those are hate delicious. Them. You're wrong. No, the ones at the mall during the Christmas season, hate them. Disgusting. Uh. So they have one of these dispensaries parked, like, right at the corner, like, right near our hotel. Yeah. And they stink. They they smell horrible. They smell like weed. It's it's awful. Yeah. And then a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know, th- there's a lot of activity around them. Okay. A lot, a lot of people fighting. Really? Yelling at each other. It brings a certain... So what every, all the NIMBYs would say... It actually does bring the riffraff. It, it, at least it did there. And after the first day, they moved it. Okay. And <laughs> I I had, a, like, you know, I, we were staying at, I, I was using points, so I wasn't paying for it. Uh-huh. But we were staying at a hotel that's like $600 a night. Oh. Like, and you're having, like, people yelling and shouting at each other outside of that. Like, I don't know if they were like, you need to get out of here or, like, did something. But, like. Is that not just New York, though? Aren't there always people yelling and shouting? Everywhere, now, all the yes, time. there is, but this was a very different, like, intoxicated yelling. Like these are these are people who are clearly high, and we just is supposed to calm people down, yeah. isn't it? Not everyone, I guess. Okay. Well, maybe they hadn't had theirs yet, and they were on booze or meth or who knows what they were. On. Yeah. Well, but there was a lot of like, you know, make sure your wallets in your pocket. Really? Kind they of. should all take some heroin and they just all <laughs> just pass out on the sidewalk. Well, that's how Times Square used to be. Oh, in the 70s. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now it's different. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we, then we went and saw Moulin Rouge uh, for our matinee and then we went and saw The Music Man with uh, 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 Hugh Hefner. Not, not Hugh Hefner. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. That's yeah. it. I was like, what is his name? It's Hugh. Hugh. No, not Hugh Hefner. Not Hugh Grant. You fucked you up, didn't I? Yeah, you, you did. No, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, Hugh Ackman. Wonderful. Uh, and he and was how great. Was it? Yeah, he was. So I had we'd watched them on the Tony Awards, and I was like, nah. 
he's not great yeah. but he was playing opposite of um the other actress we like sutton foster there it is okay uh and we really like her so we're like well we'll go see it for her and you know he'll do whatever and it'll be all right it'll be fine is harold hill supposed to be like a young man like a 20s 30s no it doesn't i mean the first guy i think robert preston or something like that he was like 40 something 50 something yeah he's just a con man so it doesn't matter his age i don't think so because marion is supposed to be kind of like middle age like she's an old maid Oh, is she really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Who never well, got married sense. and whatnot. So, uh, and he was very, so, so my expectations having seen him on the Tony Awards were, were much lower. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, meh, this isn't great. Uh, but then it turns out the day after the Tony Awards, he was positive for COVID. And I was like, all right, oh. well maybe that had something to do with it. But then when we saw him in the show, I was like, he is fantastic. This is great. This is the best Harold Hill I've ever seen. Really? Like, he, the way that they, I mean, part of it was like. Due We're to talking the, about Wolverine, right? Yes. Wow. Like, he, the the way he can play a slick con man and just, like, get people. And part of that's, you know, the blocking and directing and whatnot. Sure. But, like, just his charisma and the way he interacts with the other people. It's like, he sells it so good. It's like, of course, this town is going to do whatever he says. And they're going to buy all the stuff. And they're going to love him. Like, I love him. He's great. This is fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, great time. Loved it. Uh, my wife hates the show. She does uh, not like it. She does not. Band. No, she does not like it. Uh, but after she saw it, she's like, so if this had been my first interaction with the show, I would like it a lot better than I do. Because it is, it's, you know, if you don't have a good kind of group of actors, whatnot, it can be a little like, okay. So was her first interaction with the show the high school production that we did? Uh, that I imagine, did, or? so I imagine, I seem to remember when we did it, when the first things we did, like rehearsal one was watch the movie. Oh, okay. And the movie, yeah. And then they did a remake of the movie in the 90s with uh, Matthew Broderick also. Yeah. Really? I don't, Matthew I don't, Broderick? I don't love Matthew Broderick, oh. to be honest. I like him in The Producers, but that's about the only thing. Yeah. So And Ferris Bueller. Those, those are the only two I'm like, all right, yeah, good. Uh, you didn't like him in Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that's uh, one of the first movies that uh, my wife and I went to see. It, well, really? But and we didn't go and see it. And to, that's why you don't like Matthew Broderick. Uh, well, we so that was, uh, we didn't go together. It was, she was going with my sister, and I somehow got tagged along on it. Okay. And my sister, like, went and sat with her boyfriend to, like, I don't know what in a dark theater uh oh, yeah. and so it, it's me and this person i don't know and we just sat there and kind of like made fun of the film it was just the two of you yeah because they like moved a few they moved yeah because yeah. they went to neck necking in the uh <laughs> the showcase cinemas oh boy. this was oh, back boy. before they had the you know the audience uh, the auditorium seating so it was oh, like yeah. you know long and dark um yeah so we made fun of the movie and, oh yeah hank azaria was pretty good in that. and now you're married yeah now we're married but that was that was much time much later. You see, kids, you never know. You never know these days. You, you never know. Just make fun of somebody in a movie theater. Yeah, it's the way. To, kids don't go to the movies anymore. They just stream it. <laughs> they don't have the attention span for movies. Hey, ten second films is all I got time for. <laughs> maybe a minute and a half. That might that might make their marriages go better. Uh, maybe if it only lasts ten seconds, then they're oh, like used to it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. Well, if you've ever paused a podcast to go pee, <laughs> you can send us your comments and suggestions via email at 
thehourpod at gmail.com. Or check us out on, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Uh, I posted the Pace Picante commercial where the cows go New York City. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so good. that's that's up there right now. I posted it earlier right today. Right now on Facebook. Right now. Immediately. Yep, so it is on there. Um, and I post like little things like that too. Oh, okay. Just that's nice. goofy little things. I, I don't do any of that. Yeah, so, so you can do that. Good. Uh, I got some updates. Yes. Not a ton, because uh, I'm up to date on the podcast. It was just last week's episode, which was like two hours long. Our, it was a long one. Our longest ever. Really? I'm pretty sure. Good. Way to, it's a great way to cinch up the fourth year of our yeah. podcast. It was 30 minutes for really each year. start anew. Yeah. 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 And uh, Logan was a great, great guest. Very I, very funny. I thought yeah. it was a good episode. Same. L- lots of good humor in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so in episode 201, Jason Sudeikis's baby teeth stuck with the ugly twin. Uh, Logan mentioned someone who was out busking in front of a Walmart. And the very next day, I went to Target and there was someone doing the same thing outside Target. Might have been the same guy. Busking. Busking. Remind it's, me. It's playing music on a violin. Oh, okay. Oh, well, like that's a, like a troubadour. That, that's nice. Listen, anybody can get a cardboard sign. Yeah. This person was playing music. And so we had had the conversation that the only people I ever hear are people who sound like they they need the money to get lessons. Uh, And this guy was very good. He was out there playing. He was like a few rows over. And by the time I came back out, he was gone. Um, That would be a wild way to make extra money. Your sign says, pay for my lessons, and then you play real bad. And the people were like, oh, my God, please, here's 20. (laughs) Uh, We're also discussing the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Uh, uh Uh, And someone was like, who the fuck made that? It was probably Obama or something. I don't remember what the joke was. Uh, So I looked it up, and it was established as a national recreation area in 1974 by President Gerald Ford. Okay, Gerald Ford. Uh, And then it was redesignated as a national park by Congress on October 11th, 2000, which would have been under the Clinton administration. Oh, so it's not been a national park since before I can remember. No, it's been since 2000. Which you definitely could remember. I hope. Well, I don't remember 2020 even, apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would have been about, uh, what, like less than a month before the big election, the Bush oh. war. That oh, would yeah, yeah. Perfect during the SNL lockbox. Strategery. <laughs> yeah, we <we'll be> good. <laughs> uh, and exactly a year and a month before September 11th. I- indeed, indeed. Uh, and uh, part of the reason they made it so basically they were afraid that urban sprawl would like make the area of a mess. And so that's why they had the push in the seventies to make it a recreation area to protect some of the area. And because in 1968 or 69, the Cuyahoga river caught fire in Cleveland. Oh yeah. And they're like, yeah, we probably should do something. (laughs) Did Uh, the whole thing catch all the way to like, it's uh, no, no, it was just the part What do they call that. The source point or the, the wellspring yeah i don't know no it was just in in cleveland the river source okay uh so yeah that uh i looked that up got a few corrections here oh, okay uh, in episode good. 201 jason sudeikis's baby teeth stuck with the ugly twin uh there was a discussion on when logan was last on the show uh, he joined us on november 12 2021 in episode 171 logan with the hard l oh so that was the last okay. time he was on the show all right uh, it, he was correct it was after we had this new setup here uh, so it was good incidentally logan was our very first guest oh in episode four we bleeped our bleeps off on august 7th 2018 he's also the guest who has appeared most he has been on eight times wow episodes 4 14 23 32 62 88 171 and 201 and if you play those numbers your crane plane will crash on an <laughs> island uh 
just you know get some of that dharma ranch mm. dressing oh yeah uh, our second most uh visited guest was becky she's been oh. on seven times your wife uh, and eric comes in third with six times well eric needs to catch up he, he does he's he's hard one to pin down he is yeah. uh, but he has been on every single one of our black friday episodes oh so okay so there we look go. forward to november indeed well that'll probably be the next time he's on uh blackout friday blackout friday that is yeah. true um uh, also incidentally we have had 12 different guests on the podcast 12, 12. separate guests 12 separate guests this is this is sounding like a bit of like uh i don't know like it's gussying us up like wow we've had a lot of people on this show incidentally also uh you've done two shows without me right Okay, yeah. Because I I, I've been gone. Yeah. I went to a wedding and I went to a vacation. Because we've canceled plenty of episodes because yeah, yeah. the second yeah. me couldn't do it. But wait. Yes. I've done two episodes without you. You have? I have. Two and in a row. Uh, back, uh, I'd have to look it up. I don't remember the dates. But I had Eric on. Yeah. And then the next week I had Becky on. I was out for two weeks. Two weeks in a row, yeah. Was I sad? Uh, what was happening? I don't remember. I think, I don't know. Do you know when? Uh, so <laughs> I, I could look it up. I could look it up. Uh, not off was the top it like of my head. November, December of uh, 2019? Um, I, actually, I've got the spreadsheet. It was uh, it was May 27th and June 2nd of really? 2019. Wow. So, okay. Uh, yeah, so you were supposed to join us for the one with Eric, and then you couldn't for some reason, and then the next week okay. you're off too, uh, and so it was just me and Becky. Nice. Uh, so that happened. Yes, twelve guests. Uh, also, correction in the episode, I said whichever character I was talking about the the logo for Logan's truck where Calvin or Hobbs is peeing on. Yes, the, yes. And I was like, I don't know which one's which. Calvin is the child. Hobbs yes. is the tiger. Right. So, there we go. Uh, also, Mickey killed seven with one blow, not five. Uh, for for what giants? Oh, seven giants. So it was flies. But oh, I thought he was oh. talking about giants, and I said oh, it was okay. five, and it's actually seven. Oh, okay. Well, that's so. nice. Uh, also, I mentioned that the James Webb Space Telescope was started in 1995. Actually, is 1996 when they challenged. Like a, there was like this convention, and the guy was like, "I challenge you to make something with eight mirrors that's better than Hubble." Blah 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 blah. Oh, that's so cute. yeah. Uh, and then last, we were talking about George Takei, who was in an internment camp, and I said, "I don't know, it might have been Mansnar, and it was actually Tule Lake, Tule Lake, okay. Education Center, also in California, but further north." So also awful. Yes, also awful. Yeah. So, those are our corrections. He lived in it. He went to school there. He. Uh, Stayed there throughout the war. Just for being Japanese. Yeah. That happened on American soil. It did. Don't forget, friends. Indeed. That's a good never forget. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Like, I'm not going to forget (laughs) 9-11. But I think some people might forget we had internment camps on U.S. soil. Well, I'm sure they were fine. (laughs) Is what they would say. I'm sure, yeah. Yes. Oh, these weren't. Oh, these were like Nazi internment camps. No, they had houses and schools. Yeah, we didn't mistreat them. We just like we just put them on barbed wire. We just did to them what we did to the Native Americans, but like long term, wooden huts. Yeah, no insulation. Oof. But in California, nice weather, you know. They got to they got to vote within the internment camp. Maybe not now, nice weather, but then there was no. It was very hot. Yeah, yeah. They they talk about how like it was hot, and then the winter was very cold, and yeah, it was awful. The teacher lived in the house with you because they all lived in one big house. Yeah. Oh, we've got a, we've got a story just like that. I know. 
That was a good I've been, segue. I've been throwing a lot of teacher segues in here. <laughs> I, I can't pick up on them. You have to know this by now. <laughs> After four full years of the podcast, you have to know. We should go back and listen to all the ones I do and put a little ding sound every time I do it. <laughs> and a little ant sound every time I don't get it and transition uh, to something else. I'm sure it would be less annoying than the time that we bleeped out all the Star Trek references. Oh, I did that. That took us for a long, that took a long time. It took a long time to bleep them out, I remember, after the show. Yeah. And then also we just decided we just talk about Star Trek too much. Because <laughs> that was a thing, like, we, we weren't going to talk about Star Trek that much. And then we did. It's just a thing we have in common. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of things we have in common, um, so we we've us? both been to the San Francisco Bay. We have. Yes. Did, and you, did you go across the bridge? Uh, yes. The Golden Gate? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, both ways. Yeah. Oh, you went both ways? Yeah. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So, we didn't go both ways because if you go the if you go south, you have to pay $8. Yeah. If you go north, you don't pay anything. There's no way, no other way to get into San Francisco unless yeah, you go you all go the way around. around. Oh, you went all the way around. Yeah. Well, we uh, weren't getting into San Francisco. We were trying to go to Monterey, which is south of San Francisco. Listen, I'm so not just... trying to go through Oakland. <laughs> That's East Bay. <laughs> Have you ever seen the map of um, <laughs> where the WalMarts are versus where the Targets are? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> It's very funny. <laughs> so speaking of San Francisco, uh-huh. San Francisco Bay Area High School teacher, Lisa Raskin. Lisa fucking Raskin. Mm-hmm. Moved out of a cramped apartment she was sharing with a roommate and into her own place this month. Well, congratulations. She's an teacher, adult now. Lisa Raskin. Hooray. Living alone. Yeah. In the Bay Area. That, well. Very pricey. That's what I hear. Not a lot of space. Mm-hmm. I feel like they hit, I, they hit like geographically, it's like the same square mileage is like ann arbor really something like that there's a lot of money there though yeah a lot of startups Mm -hmm. you know that's why it's so expensive yeah it's too much money there that's what i hear (laughs) it's very exciting (laughs) i've never actually been there i've been through san francisco i didn't go to silicon valley Hmm. just because what why would i have to go there they might try to implant something i don't have a startup i don't have millions of dollars I'm not a software engineer, so I'm not inventing a computer. The rent (laughs) is deeply discounted. $1,500 a month for a one bedroom with expansive views within walking distance to work. And it's run by her 4,000 student school district south of San Francisco. Okay. Oh, south of San Francisco? Oh, that's Mm -hmm. Silicon Valley, of course. All right. So um, companies do this all the time. They build. Yeah. Company towns. Company towns. Yeah. Uh, this is, I think this is a little different because they don't own the whole town. So like in, in a lot of the company towns, like lumber, like mills and coal and whatever, like the company owned the mill, obviously, but also the apartments and also the general store and like start to finish. You didn't get paid money. You got paid like company credits that you had to use in the company store, which often like jacked up the prices. Right. And so then you'd have to go into like debt with the company store. So like, where so are you going like, to go to get exactly your it was like a milk mm-hmm. <laughs> or your lumber? Yeah. In this case, they just own the building and are subsidizing it so that they can actually get teachers. Okay. So the school is actually subsidizing the building. Yeah. They, so is it on? So they own. So, so was in, it like old classrooms or something? Or? No, so in this case, I think they said they converted a disused parking lot into an apartment building. Oh. In other cases, so they mentioned this is not the only, only district trying things like this. Yeah. Where they're actually buying like buildings. There's a school in North Carolina that I had a friend that I used to work with go and work at. 
and he lived on there were some townhouses that, that mm-hmm. were next to the school uh-huh. that the school actually owned like purchased yeah. and rented out to teachers because they had such a hard time finding teachers yeah not only that they rented it out to them at a, at a low price a low rate uh, but then they also had like ridiculous signing bonuses too if mm-hmm. you stayed a year you'd get like an extra five or ten thousand dollars or something wild because they could not find teachers to teach in this podunk yeah. ass town yeah like a lot of people don't want to live there because it's podunk yeah or <laughs> for a variety of other reasons and, sure uh so yeah so they're trying anything they can to get but then the other problem is like when you look at an area like san francisco everything's ridiculously expensive right like, right a teacher doesn't want to live an hour away and have to commute in because that's how far they have to move out to afford rent I, well they should as, like most you you want to live near work right as joe biden says pay them more <laughs> I, I don't think that paying them more would necessarily help because it is so astronomical i think you don't I think, think paying teachers two hundred thousand dollars a year to teach at a school is going to be enough well that's obviously a ridiculous amount of money that, that they'll never pay them that much like when they say pay them more, they're going to be like, we'll give them 70. Yeah. But uh, why not? So the reason I understand budgets. And so shit, the re- but like there's money there, right? No, no, because Republicans don't want to spend any money. So they like bare minimum it in in Silicon Valley. There's no money in taxpayer money in Silicon Valley. Yeah, because Mark Zuckerberg is very happy to pay his taxes. Oh, I'm sure. Really, yeah. yeah. Well, his money's offshore. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but the other I'm. I, Outside of the teacher pay issue, I'm saying the housing prices everywhere in this country oh, yeah. are ridiculous. And a lot of it has to do with, I feel, things like Airbnb, people oh, buying up right, these right. properties, not to live in them, but to rent them. Yeah. Uh, and then there's scarcity, which pushes prices up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other problem is like investment. People, you watch all these like flip things where they're buying it to you know, fix it and sell it for a higher price, which is then pushing out lower priced locations. I blame HGTV. Fucking HGTV. Flip or flop. Go fuck flop. Uh, but then you also have like the idea that housing is a investment instead of a place people live. Also, the Republicans, I believe, think housing is a luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that is correct. You don't deserve to have a roof over your head no. and running water and sewage. And by the way, if they don't, it's the Democrats' fault. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Look at all these homeless people in San Francisco. That's, Fucking Democrats. I know. A leftist city. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, <laughs> the Jefferson Union High School District in San Mateo County's Daly City is among just a handful of places in the country with educator housing. Well, tenants at the school district complex can stay up to five years. And hopefully the plan is for five years you get cheap rent and then use that time to save up money so that you can put a down payment on your own house. Okay. Uh, Those studies say that only about 20% of houses in the country are affordable on the average teacher salary of $68,000 a year. In the entire country. I am 100% sure that teachers should live in the school district that they teach. Police officers should live in their precinct. Like you should have local uh, librarians yeah. should live in the town that they their city. So that you understand in. your community exactly. You're a part yeah. of it. You, you're you take ownership in in your community that way. Yeah. Um. And there's there less um less less opportunity for like cultural misunderstandings. Yeah. You know that way. Yeah. I was just watching a, a video where. Um, it was a it was a talk this guy was giving, and like 
if you come from a, a, a town where everyone is talking at a three, right? Everyone just talks at a three, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go somewhere and everyone just talks at a six. Mm-hmm. And that's just how everybody talks. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden that seems tense to you because they're, they're at a six. Holy mm-hmm. shit. We're already escalating. No, no. That's just how they communicate with each other in that neighborhood or in that wherever you are. Uh-huh. So I work in a... so. Uh, I don't live in the community that I work. Right. Uh, I would prefer to because one, it also makes it easier for me to participate within the community for like, you know, I'm not going to stay to watch a sporting event at my school. Yeah. Because by the time it's over, it's like seven, eight o'clock. And then I have to drive like 40 minutes home. There's so many it's, benefits. Yeah. Uh, but so thinking about that thinking about you, you just said about like six and whatever, uh, the school I'm at, uh, before I went there, I was talking to a colleague, uh, and he lives in a community, and his kids go to a school in a community, like a he, they go to private school, like a Catholic school or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and my impression is it's very similar, like if we lived in Celine, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and the school I work at now is literally a block away from Detroit. Ah. And so many of our students come from Detroit. Mm-hmm. And so when he was like, oh, that's a rough area. Oh, these kids are fine. Yeah. They're totally fine. Like we do deal with some uh, issues with, um, you know, just like p- kids getting to school because they don't have transportation. You know, there have been fights and things like that. But it's never like these are good kids. They just yeah. they're just talking at a five and you're used to people talking at a three. Right. Yeah. So it's like. I can I could see that like so I worked at Celine for a little while also right. like I could see those te- because those students they sit in their chair they're quiet they generally do their work like the students I I have now they do some of them do their work some of them don't do their work but they're just loud yeah and they're just like you know they're not bad or anything but like i could see a person having like it's almost like culture shock right you go to a different country and you expect kids to sit in their seat and listen to everything you say and it's like yeah you have to kind of understand how they how they and once you understand that it's like okay i can you just have to understand how the wave works right yeah and then once you do that you're like it's fine different culture in a different area it's only what 30 minutes from here a 30 minute drive 40 minutes yeah so like if uh yeah 30 minutes the difference between like Celine and Milan is probably big oh yeah Milan versus Ann Arbor is huge or Celine sure. and uh, Belleville yeah because I've I've worked in both of those high schools yeah. and then Ann Arbor versus Whitmore Lake uh, the Ann Arbor people don't even want Whitmore Lake in their schools yeah it's That's how different it is yeah so it's I, it's it's understandable you want your you want your teachers in your community I wish I was an Ann Arbor citizen when that vote happened I would have <laughs> voted to bring them in fuck them not absolutely fuck the Ann Arborites don't fuck the Anyway, the NIMBY people, fuck <laughs> exactly. the NIMBY yeah. people, fuck the NIMBYs. Exactly. Y- so, you know what would solve this is if we restructured our school system so that it's not based on property tax. So you don't end up with schools that think they're better than everyone else because they pay more taxes and are like, fuck all the other people. I don't want them in here. They're poor and they don't know how to act. Yeah. Like fix that. I was thinking you were going to say get rid of all backyards. <laughs> so not in my backyard. Well, you don't have one. So. We can do whatever we no, want. No, no. I'm a big fan of yards. <laughs> in, in that, I want a lot of space so I can't see my neighbors. Uh, because, yeah. fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No neighbors in my backyard. <laughs> so with a national teacher shortage and rapidly rising rents, 
Jefferson Union's example could be followed as schools across the U.S. seek to attract and retain educators. Huge teacher shortage. There's one uh, one school district in Florida, I think, that's like short 9,000 teachers. Mm-hmm. Oh, 9,000 yeah. teachers. I mean, that's a lot. So at the school I currently work at, uh-huh. uh, we were without a music teacher, an art teacher and a library teacher or something like that for until I think like March. So we had to cancel those classes. They're, they're not paying teachers enough. And I'm, yeah, I, I think you're cramming too much into what we need to do. Yeah. And you're not get, like, I'm comfortable. Like, obviously I would like to be paid more, but I'm not like, I'm a starving teacher who makes 20,000 a year or something. There right. are some teachers who make that. Sure. Um, but also like, it's, it's, it's so much more than that. You have people yelling about teachers trying to brainwash your students and like i can't even get them to put their names on their shit you think that i'm going to convince them to hate america come on <laughs> right like i can't convince them to come to class every day like yeah. that's not that's not the it's just so much that's going into it do you think but, there's a there's um was a time when we were in school in the 80s and 90s let's say um theoretically if we were in school in those decades <laughs> that the teachers were in a good spot and they seemed like they were happy to be teachers and so a lot of us even when i originally went to college i wanted to be a history teacher mm-hmm. quickly learned that uh neither history nor college were for me um I had to learn that lesson like five times anyway um so uh we have these people like in our generation or around like our five or ten year age range that wanted to be teachers and went to school to be teachers, right? So now we're starting to age up, but there aren't any new teachers coming in because yes. teaching got measurably worse in the in the two thousand early two thousands. Uh, so people didn't want to become teachers anymore. So yeah, you had a few things that happened. So no the, child left behind. No right? child left behind did I think cause a lot of our problems. Yeah, because it made us cut too much of what makes students liking like going to school mm-hmm. like now all that matters is math and um, english right nothing else matters oh yeah yeah so everything else is cut and a lot of kids they'll say my two worst subjects are math and english yes yeah, but i hate them and then and then what because people like everyone has to be good in that we need to put more time on that so what do we get rid of well you get rid of things like uh art classes uh, you get rid of things like shop classes. You get rid of things like theater classes. You get rid of everything else that like students have fun doing. Extracurriculars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which were like part of your, I mean, you know, we were, you still can take these things. I hate that I even said extracurricular there because it shouldn't be yeah, it above should be, the curriculum. No, it, it should, should be, be part, part of, of curriculum. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's less time for it. Right. You, there's fewer electives that you can take because well, you, you have, have to do put good so on much. Standardized yeah. Tests. Uh, and so, yeah, No Child Left Behind, I think, did a lot of it. But then uh, another thing that really affected it, like when I graduated uh, college, because it took me a little bit longer, mm-hmm. uh, I came in during like the Great Recession. Oh, like the 08. Yeah, 08, 09, 10, 11. Yeah. And what happened during that period was because all, all these houses are defaulting, property tax revenue went oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so what do you have to do then? Well, school budgets went down. Right. Class sizes went up. And so I remember one of the first interviews I had after I graduated, they had one position. I got an interview because I had student taught at that oh, school. Yeah. 
and in in a normal situation, probably should have had a good chance getting that job. Sure. Except there were three hundred applicants. Oh, and they were interviewing all of them. No, they didn't. Oh. I mean, they only. But then the problem is because all these teachers had got pink slipped because. So I'm going against teachers who've been teaching 20 years out of Ann Arbor. And they're like, oh, right. well, we're, you're brand new. We're going to take this guy because he has experience and you don't. I would have thought you're brand new. You cost less than the older teacher. I'll, we'll take you instead. There, I mean, some schools might do that. Yeah. But I was I was applying at Celine. Oh, and so, right. you know, they didn't take like probably the oldest, most expensive. And because there's 300 applicants, they probably could be like, well, we're not going to pay you what you were making before you were going to knock you down a few notches on the whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think that did a lot too, where a lot of people were just like, I can't get a job. So my wife, she was going to be a teacher and she went a different direction because there were no teaching jobs. And I did other things for like five years. Sure. Uh, and then recently, because there's been, it's just been more noticeable. It's been in the news more. A lot of people are just not going to be teachers anymore. Yeah. Like the, it's awful. Now, yeah. Right? The college of education here at Eastern, uh, like the enrollment has dropped like 60% from like 10 years ago. Who would, who would want to do it? But apparently I mean, there are almost guaranteed jobs in the field now, right? They're even taking is, away like requirements uh, that substitute teachers have degrees in some states. Yes, they are lower. So here in Michigan, you didn't have to have a degree. You had to have, I think, like 90 credits yeah. or something like that. And I think they lowered that to like 20 or yeah. 50 or or maybe they got rid of it. I know they lowered it. But again, part of that was the things we fucking did in the state. Uh, so it used to be, if you're a substitute teacher, in the summer, what are you going to do? Because you get paid by the day. Uh, you can coach softball. You c- could do things like that if it's available. Uh but what you used to be able to do is file for unemployment to help you get through. Oh, for the summer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you, you can't work. Like, there's no sub. And they passed a bill in Michigan that teachers can't do that anymore. Really? So then, gee, I wonder why I can't get a substitute teacher. Oh, uh, yeah. Because nobody can afford to only get $75 a day as a sub and then not work for three months a year. We could do an entire four-year-long podcast about... We sure could. I'm, I'm, I'm on a tangent. I don't think I'm on board with that podcast idea. (laughs) No, it'd just be very uh, ranty. (laughs) This is absolutely the solution for our districts. We've, as we've gone through the process, we've learned of so many other districts interested in doing what we've done, said Andrew Lai, a school board trustee. Wow, that's what a great quote. Also, wouldn't want to be on a school board right now. They're that fucking, sounds awful. It like I say this like I would want to be on a school board because it needs to be defended by the crazies. Yeah. But the crazies coming after school board members, it's like it's yeah. scary. They're emboldened. Yeah, it's like they're going to do a January 6th on a school board meeting. Yeah. I mean, so I I attended many a school board meeting uh due to previous things that I've worked on. And like just on a regular day, you get crazies. Yeah, well, anyone and now, can attend. And now it's just like extra crazy. Like it's actually you're in physical danger. I think some <laughs> of them are, yeah. Meetings. So in West Virginia, speaking of physical danger, <laughs> in West Virginia, the American Federation of Teachers recently helped open a building with apartments for teachers and retail shops that officials hope will revitalize the rural town of Welch. Is that where they make the grape juice? Mm, I hope so. Uh, they were also saying that sometimes there's pushback 
So like in like the San Francisco, they're like, well, no, we can't build out into the nature area. We need to be careful about like the zoning. <laughs> I know how much you like zoning. Love it. Love it. Uh, and so like, yeah, there's all these things like, well, we can't do that. That's you know, like, Do you remember that uh, Welch's grape juice commercial from the 80s where the little girl had this southern accent and she was like, I love Welch's grape juice. Vaguely, yes. Yeah, I hated that commercial because I hate. <laughs> she must have. So I, I really don't like the Carolina accent, uh, the Southern accent in general, uh-huh. but the Carolina accent specifically. Anyway, she's probably from the Carolinas. Is where I garnered that hate. So the teachers were traveling hours and hours to get back to to get to school and back. Said Randy Weingarten. AFT Union president. So this became an idea to spark economic development and to create housing. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Affordable housing is good. For it, teachers, fine. For everyone, fine. It should right. be, you should be able to live in a house. That's true. Like, where are the students that attend those schools going to get their affordable housing from? <laughs> uh, well, they have to become teachers. Oh, well, oh, well there you go. I mean, most students think teachers live in the school anyway. (laughs) So really, they should just get those, like, you know, when you go on a cruise and the bed comes out from the the ceiling or whatever. Oh, I've never been on one of those cruises. They should just do that in the classroom. In the classroom, yeah. uh, Yeah. Have the teacher live there. The bugs and the I do know it was very, very awkward seeing a teacher at the grocery store. (laughs) Because you don't know if you can talk to them or, like, they're just, you know, buying their grape nuts or whatever. Not near a blackboard. (laughs) It's it's very strange. Very strange, yeah, indeed. Yeah, you got to... Yeah, be careful, teachers in public. You you don't want to sneak up on them. You're right. You might spook them. Are you <laughs> leading to? Are you? No, I had a I had a joke in my head, and I'm trying to give my time self time to try and remember the joke that I was going to make. It didn't help. It's gone at my expense over here. I'm thinking you're you're transitioning to the next story, I, I, and I'm trying to pick up on what you're transitioning to. Uh, I can't oh, see the screen though. I think I was going to say something about you know it shouldn't be required. That schools have to do this to make sure that there's affordable housing. We should probably try and fix that problem. The affordable housing problem? Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it's stupid. We either we need more, mm-hmm. more housing, more apartments because the supply is low, and that's why rent and I feel like is so high. No, you got too many rich people. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't think so. I swear. So I swear to God, no one lives in New York anymore. I think we have. Too many rich people buying properties. That's what I'm saying. There's too many rich people. But there's not too many rich people. They're allowed to buy too many properties. There's too many rich people as well. You think there are too many one percenters is what what I'm saying. Because they're saying that the middle class is almost gone now. We're all either in poverty Mm -hmm. or we're rich. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Standing by There should be fewer rich people. Uh, So I agree with that. There There should should be be zero billionaires. A cap on how much money you can make. We've said this before. Of course. Fuck those rich people. Yeah. Fucking Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Stanilis County resident Vicki Bose is demanding answers after she and hundreds of others received an official tax letter in the mail stamped with Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> Great. You mentioned uh, before that you didn't even know where Let's Go Brandon came from. I did. I learned from the story. We're going to find out. We are. I was surprised. I was surprised that somebody was able to access 800 pieces of mail and stamp this on and no one stopped them, said Bose. (laughs) 
Where is this from? I don't even know where this is from. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it's it's Stanilis County. Sacramento? I, uh, well, it's yeah. Well, let's find out. Okay. I click him right here. Uh, this is from CBS Sacramento. So, okay. yeah, this is, uh, this is California. California, yeah. A lot of uh, Republicans in California. Uh, in in the non-coastal part, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not as uh, blue as one would think. Yeah, it's blue because... It's, over, it's blue because, like, more people live in L.A. County than, like, half the country. Right. So <laughs> that's why it's blue. I'll take it. Uh, well, Let's Go Brandon became an internet meme used to insult President Biden... Uh, and the way it happened was a reporter in 2021, it, they were at a racing event, and they mistakenly thought the crowd was chanting, let's go Brandon, in reference to Brandon Brown, the winner that she was interviewing, when in fact they were chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Nice. Which sounds very much like let's go Brandon. Of course, yeah. I think maybe it was one of those things where she heard fuck Joe Biden and she was trying to be like, oh. well, they must be shouting, let's go Brandon or whatever. Yeah. I think it was NASCAR, I'm pretty sure. You know, he, he, so I took my daughter to uh, swim at her grandparents' house today, uh-huh. and there's this house that we pass, and they've got all these. They've, they've got like a, a four by four with with like five flags on it. Okay, uh, they've got like an Infowars flag. Wow. They've got a Trump flag, and they have a flag that says Joe Biden is an asshole. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, you can say you hate Joe Biden. You can say whatever. I feel like nobody would be like Joe Biden is an asshole. No, like I don't he's think not he's, mean. He's no. not rude. He's very friendly. He's like a grandpa. Yeah. Like whether you agree with him or not, I don't think you could look at him and be like that guy's an asshole. Yeah, there is a little bit of too much sniffing before the before the when he was vice president. If you if the flag said Joe Biden is a creeper, I'd be like, well, I could see why someone yeah. might think that. I've heard Joe Biden is a pedo. I don't know about that. I don't think that's been proven. I, I, I anyone who's like, oh, so and so is a pedo. It's like you need to stop. Like, yeah. there's actual pedos out there. Let's look out for them and stop. Yeah, diluting that everyone's a pedo. It's like, yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, Joe Biden is an asshole. Go like fuck Joe Biden. Sure, whatever. But it just doesn't seem believable. It pulled me out of the reality. Someone I, needs to so fix that glitch in the matrix. Here's here's the problem. Is it is it that liberals are are too nice that we don't put fuck Trump signs out. I think I've seen some fuck Trump flags. I think mostly we just, if we were protesting, we would have a fuck Trump sign or something. Yeah. Like after Hillary won the election and didn't get to be president, we didn't continue to fly Clinton flags for four years. That's true. I took mine down after a couple of weeks. We're, we're not deranged. There was a little bit of a mourning period, and then I took mine down. My I, I feel down. like you have uh, until the Electoral College, maybe. You might, might even until the uh, inauguration Yeah, as a sign of protest. Are you, so you have a lot of the streaming services. Are you? Have you seen this, uh, this um, Trump documentary that just came out? I've seen commercials for it, but I have not seen it. I just saw, I just saw a, uh, a clip. Where, because they do a lot of like when they're setting up, they just roll the cameras and he's just talking, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he could see what he, what's on the on the monitor, whatever. And he's like, "Let's get rid of the orange. Can we get rid of the orange? A little too orange, don't you think?" Yeah, bro. Yeah. A, little, a little too orange. Yeah, we'd that's, like to get rid of the not orange. The camera's fault. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to give any kind of ratings to anything dealing with him. 
It uh, so it is not sanctioned by the Trump family. That's fine, but someone is still making it, and, and then he's getting attention them in a bad light, though. That's fine too, just because they let the cameras roll. But still, he's like he's getting attention. All right, and I, uh, he doesn't need any more attention. We should. The good news, I think it's on. I, I'm sorry, I think it's on NBC Plus, whichever one that is. Oh, Peacock, Peacock Plus. So yeah. I don't have Peacock. You Plus. don't. Okay. That's where I drew the line. I'm like, I can't, I can't, every fucking station can't have their own streaming service. It's too yeah. much. This is literally what I asked for five years ago, Ugh. but I didn't know they'd each be like $20 a piece. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. I know. Sorry. No, it's a, yeah, I don't need to. No, thanks. Yeah. Well, this is taxpayers money. And <laughs> I said that and I heard my voice echo in the little springs on my microphone. <laughs> Might've been a little too loud taxpayers money and they're using this derogatory stamp to show what somebody thinks about it and we're paying for it and it's just not right bose continued i'm i'm painting her as the the insane angry redneck and she's the one who's against this yeah okay sorry everyone uh well county officials say the slogan ended up on roughly 544 pieces of mail Uh, that's a little specific to be saying roughly yeah Roughly 550. Yeah. You don't say roughly 544.2. Right. Like, that's too specific. Our office <laughs> is completely nonpartisan, said County Assessor Don Gakely. But, he continued, we didn't have nothing to do with it. Well, Gakely says that there was no political agenda behind the message. Really? really. <laughs> Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> There's no, there's no kind of racial connotations to the swastika. It, he continued. It's just a, it's just a sign. It's just a cutesy little sign that yeah. kids can draw in their. It's homework. actually originally Hindu. Yeah, exactly. Being inclusive, right? Uh, he says that ABS Direct, a contractor, printed the envelopes in error and has since apologized. Uh, but Boy says that an apology is not enough. So he says that they printed them. He didn't say that they mailed them. Somebody had to have seen them before yeah. they mailed them. If this stick, if this stamp is on, like I have stuffed envelopes as part of a job yeah. before. It's mindless and you're going to notice. Right. So either, either what happened is this contractor also stuffed and, and mailed, which can happen. Like we bought wedding invitations and mm, yeah. We gave them the list and they took care of it. They seem to recall companies that do that. Yeah. So either that happened, in which case this guy's story makes sense. But he says that they printed the envelopes. He doesn't say that they mailed the envelopes, in which case someone at that office stuffed roughly 544 of these. Could have been 545, but they lost one. That's why it's rough. (laughs) So if you're stuffing 544 roughly envelopes. Yeah. You're going to notice. And if you're Um, nonpartisan, you'd say, hey, there's an issue with these envelopes. This says, let's go Brandon on it. This is not right. This is going on tax paperwork. Yeah. What what was the stamp supposed to say? It was supposed to say, fuck Joe Biden. (laughs) Here are your taxes. In a nonpartisan way. spend liberals. So Gakely says the county not only doesn't condone such messages, but he says they don't belong on official government business. He's right Agreed. about that. Agreed. Yes, that should not be the case. Well, roughly 544 people who maybe they just threw this away before. Even, Probably. Because if I see Let's Go Brandon on, on 
something. Yeah, I'm just straight throwing it in away. the trash. Right, exactly. Not even I'm not even recycling it. Because forget that. I'm just throwing it right in the garbage. Let it let's have that sit in the landfill and decompose <laughs> instead of forever. Get recycled into new things, you know. Into uh pro Brandon political ads. Pro Brandon, yeah. yeah. So we have a primary coming up in a about two weeks. We do, yeah. So we're yeah. starting to get a lot of the the flyers. Yeah, apparently for the city of Ann Arbor, since it's always Democrat. Yeah. Like the this prim- will be the decision. The maker. primary is when yeah. you decide your mayor. Same thing for the, city council the township stuff. that we live in. Like yeah. whoever wins the primary is the person who's going to win. Where do you go to get info about local races? There's the the local Imlive. Okay. Uh, website has some stuff. And is it uh, locked down? Is it subscriber only or uh not usually well, it hasn't in the past. I haven't checked recently. Okay. Uh and there's a few other places that I've checked that sometimes they have links to. Um I can but go like some, to some of it, city council meetings, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, some of it's like hard. Like once you get really down into some of these positions, it's hard to get. Uh but what they uh, what Imlife has done or maybe it's someone else has done it. But what happens is there's a standardized set of questions that they send to each candidate. Okay. Uh, and you kind of get it in like grid form. So you can like, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You can just compare how each one answers each of the questions. The problem is sometimes they don't respond. So you like can only do the people who did respond. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of voter info sites that like will publish that kind of thing. Okay. Well, and if you're not listening from uh, Southeast Michigan, you can, I'm sure there are local, yeah, it, anywhere. There's probably, you know, there's elections this November, so there's probably a primary happening in your area. Sure. Uh, so pay attention. This is can be the time that decides the election, depending yeah. on where you live. Uh, or at the very least, you know, if you get sick of people saying, I don't like any of these candidates, well, guess what? This is the time where they pick who those candidates are. Right. Right now, you have more say than you do will in November. Oh, because your so, vote counts for so much more yeah, now. Yeah. Because so few people vote in the primaries. And not all Democrats are uh, the same. They're not all, all out for our best interests. I mean, look at Joe Biden. <laughs> or, as I was listening to one of the episodes, Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you hear that a bunch of uh, Congress women and one congressman got uh, arrested? Arrested? Yeah. I almost said abducted. <laughs> <laughs> well. Arrested at a protest. Yes. Um, AOC and Rashida Tlaib and... <laughs> Um, Il Ilion or Il, Il uh, Omar? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember what her name first name is. <laughs> Representative, yeah. I remembered her last name. Representative yes, Omar. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Um, I also saw earlier today that uh, the House passed a Defense of Marriage Act. Okay. Uh, and now it's going to the Senate. Senate, where it will need sixty votes, uh-huh. but more than re- one Republican. In the Senate has said, yeah, I'll, I'll vote for that. Oh, okay. So weird. Or even if they don't vote for it, all they need to do is make sure it gets past filibuster. So if they can just end debate so yeah. that it can get voted on, it can pass with 50 votes. So if you can get it, let it get to the floor, you can still not vote for it and still it can pass. So so part of uh, when I looked up the uh, Congress people being arrested yesterday, um, there's like people accusing aoc of trying to act like she was handcuffed when she's she's got her hands behind her back she's like clasping her hands behind her back when she's standing there but they're all like she's acting like she's in handcuffs when they ever put her in handcuffs when they arrested her okay okay and why is that a thing she got arrested for protesting yeah for a good cause i mean it's not like she made a horde of 
morons yeah. try to overthrow democracy. But apparently the last time uh, a bunch of people were, Congress people were arrested was back in the 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, didn't know that. Mm, indeed. Very cool. Uh, also saw that the they announced uh, a bipartisan bill in the Senate to protect uh, election security kind of things. Uh, to ensure that uh, the vice president has a very defined role on what they do. Oh, yeah. Uh, to um, also pr- do things with, like, these false slate of electors that some states try to send. Like, oh, yeah. Thing to do, like, all these things. And it was uh, announced through Joe Manchin and uh, Susan Collins. So Are they got, doing Are they doing stuff right now in Congress? Is that, apparently. Is it, do they always do stuff, or is this just recently they started doing stuff? They've been, well, is it because of the midterms they've been trying them? to do stuff, but Joe Manchin is killing everything because he's a piece of shit. Uh, yes, he's a large tub of shit. Yeah, so, which is why we need two more Democrats so that we can ignore him that and actually great. get some shit done. Well. Someone, uh, someone should fix that. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. Well, shall we help some people? Why start now? <laughs> Jason. Yeah? I'm super white. Yes, I can tell. Yeah, you know. I'm going to a majority black barbecue. I've been assigned to bring the mac and cheese. How do I not embarrass myself here? Recipes? Uh, I mean, you probably are going to embarrass yourself. Yes. But, you know, just just give, make, make sure there's flavor. Based on the TikToks that I've watched, <laughs> the mac up. and cheese is, is very, it's, uh, it's hard to get right. Mm-hmm. And you have to do it right, or yeah. people won't like it. Don't do the TikTok where they take a block of cheese and put it in the center <laughs> and then pour some milk in and just bake the whole thing. And uh, cream cheese is never in the recipe. No, definitely not. No. You know, my grandma used to make uh, uh, mac and cheese with uh, Velveeta. Oh, yeah. But she'd also mix in some taco seasoning. Oh. That's... Breadcrumbs on top. I used to love that shit. That sounds good to me, but I don't think that would be acceptable at Maybe, maybe not. The barbecue. I don't know. Just bring something and be okay with being embarrassed. That's I'm what thinking, I think the answer is. I'm thinking they're setting this person up. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, T-I-L, today I learned I'm a racist asshole. My apologies. I'm curious what the, like, was there more interaction? I'm not curious enough to click on it and find out. <laughs> 7,500 uh, 7, comments. That's that's way too many for me to Yeah, I agree. Through. Yeah. Uh, Jeff. Yes. How are people not sick and tired of superhero movies yet? I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm. They've told all the stories. Yeah, I was. I was done before Endgame came out. I was like, I'm. I don't like where this is going. Yeah. I. So that being said, last night I just watched the Amazing Spider-Man, the one with Andrew Garfield. Oh, really? It was not that good. It was okay. I mean, it was okay. Wait, but have you seen the newest Spider-Mans with uh, Tom Holland? The Spider-Men. I've, no, I've not seen those. I've seen Into the Spider-Verse. That's, that's good also. The latest. That's very, very good. It's the latest one I've seen. The the Tom Holland ones are, are good. Yeah? Yeah, they're good. They're good Especially movies. the most recent one. Yeah. There's, there's some good stuff that you know, I'm not going to say because yeah. you haven't seen it yet. But the there's Garfield some very good bits. Are f- they're fine. They're, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, they're fine. The, the specs would... are like a little... Eh. You know? I would say the newer ones are possibly a bit better. Okay. Yeah. So so better those ones are... Better than the Tobey Maguire ones. Tobey Maguire, the first one was okay. The 
the angsty emo Tobey Maguire what was that three? Ugh, yeah, cringy. That was, that was no good. Jason, mm-hmm. I'm about to have surgery to remove my left nut due to testicular cancer. What should my first line be when I wake up? Oh, nuts. <laughs> Jeff. Yes. Brainwashed into believing America is the best. Um, probably. Jason, why is England reaching 40 degrees Celsius, 104 degrees Fahrenheit, a health concern when many parts of the world are above that all summer? Well, because it's not usually that hot there, and therefore they don't have the infrastructure to deal with the heat. Here's what I hate. When it gets, let's say it gets to be 104 degrees in Michigan, for example, Mm -hmm. and then people are like, well, you better come to arizona welcome to arizona heat like bitch no we're not used to it you moved you moved to a place where the sun like creeps down your neck yeah we don't live there right it's not the same also what's the humidity situation because it's way more fucking humid here than is in arizona got the wet heat versus dry heat you got to have the wet bulb temperature apparently the wet bulb temperature is when you wrap a a wet uh something around a thermometer Mm mm-hmm and uh, see what the temperature goes to. Oh. So if it's cooler than the actual temperature, then the wet bulb temperature is cooler because there's less humidity in the air. Uh, anyway, Jason, or wait, no. it's, it's you. Yeah, Jeff, Yes. why would anyone living in EU with four weeks of vacation and paid sick days ever move to work in the U.S.? I, the, you got me. I have no idea. I think maybe... Um, to see the world? Yeah. Maybe just to say that I worked in the U.S.? I don't know. Like, are they moving to the U.S. in their current company? Maybe. And because if that's the, the case, salary yeah, if that's versus... the case, there's probably, I mean, you probably would get similar kind of compensation and benefits and things like, you know. I don't know. So in the jobs that I've had, they don't. So if you, let's say you have like two weeks of paid time off, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not a ton, but you can take more than that. They allow you to take more than that time off. You just off. don't get paid. You don't get paid for yeah. it, right? So it's all about the the money. So let's say mm-hmm. you make $50,000 a year and you get two weeks of paid vacation, whatever, 52000 whatever mm-hmm. I said, 52000 uh, So it's like $1,000 a week, let's say. So yeah. you get $2,000 extra dollars. You could get paid $54,000 and just not get any paid vacation and just take that time off unpaid. You just have to budget for it. It's all the same. Yeah. I think they also, you might get paid more here. Yeah. Than other places. I think so. Yeah. You know, just because of exchange rates and things like that. Yeah. Also cost of living could be a situation. You know, some places in Europe are pretty expensive. That's true. Especially like London. Oh yeah. It's very pricey. A lot different than Jackson, Michigan. But also, you know, people have been living there for thousands of years. And so well, I'm going to adjust here Yeah, uh, because people have been living here for thousands of years. But I mean, in a, like people have owned the land for thousands of years Oh, right, right. in places like that. So like, there's not a lot of space. We've got a lot of space. Yeah. They still have the countryside though. They do, but a lot of it's owned. Yeah, I mean, all of its own, but yeah. like, you know, it's owned in ways that, you know, it's it's owned here too, but like people don't live there and you can buy it for cheap. Right, right. And over there, it's limited. So scarcity means the price goes up. I wonder what it's like to live in a land that wasn't stolen by 
Oh, please. People lived in England before the Romans came in and took it from the Pikes, who took it from the Celts, who took it from the... Like, it's all the same. I'm just saying, like... It's all the same. Okay. Jason? (laughs) Everyone invaded everyone else. It's 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 been going on for ten thousand plus years. It doesn't it doesn't excuse what we did to the Native Americans. Absolutely does not. not excuse does it. not excuse it. I'm just saying it's no different anywhere else. It's just it's just like, not, never mind. Twenty Jason twenty four M here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I no, I think you're a bit older than uh, me. maybe, but I'm asking the question oh, okay. uh, in, in response to this person's question. Okay. okay, so I'm attracted to guys, but the idea of sex with them repulses me. So then you're not. I'm, but I'm not attracted to women, but the idea of sex with them is attractive to me. So you are. So can someone tell me what the hell is wrong with me? I'm so confused. I don't know. This sounds like catfishing. Really? I feel like they're trying to make a some sort of commentary. I think this type of person could exist. And um, they, I think they, they're trying to be confused on purpose to make a point about the fact that sexuality and gender and everything is just too confusing nowadays oh yeah it used to be simple kids these days am i right yeah that's what i feel that's what i feel this person is trying to do i have no evidence of that but that's that's my feeling you think this is like the i identify as an attack helicopter exactly i think that i think that's the kind of person who's posting this so if if that's not the case if this so if it's an honest thing then okay so that's cool and uh do you um, but I, so w- what I would call this is, I think I would call this homosexual heteroromantic or wait, strike that reverse it. Homo romantic heterosexual attracted to guys. What do you mean attracted to guys? Like you want to yeah. be friends with them? Like if so it's, it's, the difference between friends and more than friends is the sex. So like, what are you trying to do here? Yeah. Cause when you say attractive, like if someone is attractive, in my mind, that means I want to have sex with them. I think in you know, have like, sex with them or marry them. Yeah, you know, there's those two different scales, which is different than that. Is a a subjectively no, sorry, objectively, objectively, yes. That that being able to recognize someone is good looking or attractive. Yeah, is different than being attracted to them. Okay, like I could look at a variety of actors from any of the comic book movies and say that is an attractive person. Right. I don't want to do them. Andrew Garfield, for example. Sure, he's a good-looking guy. Big good-looking guy. Fat ass. Great. <laughs> I don't want to have sex with him, but I can say, yes, that's a good-looking guy. Sure. So you're attracted to him is what you're saying. I'm not. You're attracted to I'm just Andrew able Garfield. to use my eyes and look at him and say this person has physical features that we as a society have agreed are good. I think at this point in society, you could just, depending on where you are, just do whatever. Just, you know. Oh, so what you're saying is he's an attack helicopter. (laughs) Just be you. Jeff, since I'm an adult, does it mean I can go to bed whenever I feel like it? Uh, yeah. You're just going to have the consequences. You'll be tired the next day if you go to bed too late. I mean, spoiler alert, kids do the same thing. Why would this? I know this is no stupid questions, but that's a pretty dumb question. It wasn't a stupid question. It was a dumb question. (laughs) There are no stupid questions. Yeah. Just stupid people. Jason, how am I supposed to afford to live? Get a job. (laughs) Less avocado toast, you fucker. (laughs) How are you supposed to live? 
you get a job and you work your way up. Yes. That's how it works. I you have to point, do some hustle. I don't want to say that people should have to do these things, but I worked three part-time jobs yeah. at one point to we, make ends meet. We all in the past, and I feel like some of it, I feel like this is the problem is that you see Instagram or social media or whatever. And you see like people in big houses and like, and you think that's where I should be right now. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, that's not the starting point. <laughs> yeah, That's where you be. That's where you are after like, you're 40 or something right like you work multiple jobs or you work a shitty job and then you quit it and you work another shitty job and you quit it and you work your way through school and you do all this shitty shit and you can't afford to do those things that you see the these you know the maldives with cabanas on the ocean that's bullshit oh, yeah no that's that's not what anyone is doing it's yeah. like it's what like five people are doing and you're seeing the same five people reposting the same fucking thing over and over again. So, yes, you can live. And also it also <laughs> go <did>. on. <laughs> we were talking. We were earlier. We okay. took a little break. We did. And we were talking about someone who lived in a place that was cheaper to live in. Yeah. And maybe it's not as nice as the place you want to be. Mm hmm. That's the other thing you do. You have your priorities. So yeah. do you want to live uh, close to friends and family? Yeah. <laughs> or, do you want to live? Or do you want a, a low mortgage or rent payment? Yeah. Do you want to live in New York City? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be able to afford it. Right. You're going to be constantly poor. But guess what? You can move to friggin... Schenectady. <laughs> I, I was going to say Springport. <laughs> Adrian. Oh, yeah. You sure. can move to places like that and it's more affordable. Yeah, but, but who you, wants to live in Manchester, but, Michigan, right? But that's the thing. Do you want to be able to afford all the things you want or do you want to live in the... Like, you have to make trade-offs on all of these things. So it's it's one part you need to go, yeah, this is not where I want to live right now. Mm -hmm. Which I have done that. You have done that. And sure. eventually, you are now living in the place you want to live, right? You moved to the city you wanted to live in. Yes. But you couldn't afford that. On on the back of very hard work. And, yeah, it, yeah, which is exactly my point. When you were 22, 23, 24, you couldn't have afforded to do that, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, so mm, I lived adjacent to the you city I am now. You lived as close as you could, but yeah. you didn't live in the city because it was too expensive. Right. So we had an apartment outside of that area very close yeah still within like that was still our community but it wasn't within i think i think that the the problem here is so let's say you're in a big city new york city for example yes and they have burger kings in new york city right? absolutely McDonald's, it's very expensive whatever. so you hire in part-time at the mcdonald's in uh new york city manhattan mm -hmm. you can't live in manhattan no absolutely so, not how far of a train ride do you have to ride? If you're in working at McDonald's, why are you going all the way to Manhattan to work there? Work in the McDonald's in Schenectady yes, where you live. But what, what you're saying is, in a roundabout way, that people that work part-time at McDonald's in Manhattan should not be able to afford to, to work, to live there. Absolutely Manhattan. not. What I'm saying is you might not be able to live in the Upper West Side or East Side or whatever the expensive part is, but there should be somewhere in the city you should live. Somewhere in the city, yeah, yeah. but like, uh, from what distance? 
what I mean, amount of travel time? The whole island is like three miles. Like, I, yeah, but what amount of travel time are we talking? I mean, I have to drive 40 fucking minutes to work. So, I mean, you lot. hopping on a subway from Greenwich or downtown getting up to uptown or whatever, that's like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, that's that's a reasonable commute anywhere. A lot of the, a lot of the and this is not what you're saying, I don't think, but a lot of the, the people that are against raising minimum wage would say, well, they should just get a better job. That's and not what like, I'm saying. Right. I know that's not what you're saying. I'm but saying they, they should just get a better job. And it's like, well, who do you expect to work at McDonald's then to flip burgers? Because they have to make something right. And you want like high school kids. They say high school kids should work these jobs. Well, high school what about kids aren't during, getting jobs anymore? What about during the school year? And what about during the day? Yeah. Like it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. They're, they're, the minimum wage should be the minimum amount mm-hmm. that you have to make to live, I think, in the community where you work. So there should be I affordable housing in every community. There should be. A few, so I think the problem, it goes back to what we we're saying. The problem in New York is the housing is too expensive. To, like to have a minimum wage, you'd be making like, what, a million dollars working at a McDonald's? Yeah. So what? what yeah. But then but then yeah. what's going to happen if that's the case is then everyone else's salary is going to have to go above that to level it out. Because if your McDonald's worker is making a million, if you're working in an office, you've got to make more than that. Otherwise so, you go, so then yeah. if that's the case, then the amount of money available goes up. Thus, everything inflates and you're still in the same situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. So I think like the fundamental issue of like too many people are buying houses for reasons other than living in them is part of the problem. I would say that in Manhattan, having McDonald's is not a good business model. If you're if you're surrounded by millionaires, that then you should have more expensive restaurants. And, oh, but there and are pay the people that work at those more expensive restaurants a much higher wage. Mm. But don't the McDonald's workers need somewhere to work or live? You wouldn't have a McDonald's in this situation. You definitely would. Tourists. Uh, well, I was just in New York. You know what we did? We stopped by a McDonald's to get a soda. Yeah. How much was it? I don't know, like two a buck fifty or whatever. It's really yeah, same price here. <laughs> they charge more at airports. <laughs> the soda was very cheap. The meals themselves more expensive. Oh, okay. But the soda was the same. Whoops, the same prices, prices, all that. But like I said, the the thing I think the the issue is there's a level of impatience because you see people in big fancy nice houses, and sometimes that's not what you get. We're talking about part time. No, no, I'm talking about like McDonald's workers here. No, no, no. I'm talking about just oh, just in general, the younger generation the living, in general yeah. who are complaining about their paycheck and all those kind of things. It's like I, I remember we we tried to buy a house twice before we finally did because we were unwilling to buy what we could afford at that time ah uh, yes, yes like i will just live in an apartment rather than buy a house because i do not like the location and the type of house available and you the weren't room gonna available. settle on a house exactly right, if i'm right. gonna have something i'm not thrilled with i'm just gonna keep living in this apartment so i don't have to try and resell this thing later yeah and so we waited 10 years before we bought a house <laughs> and so <laughs> you waited and uh actually gotta, it wasn't actually i'm, I'm off it was definitely worth waiting though. It, it was uh, it was like seven, eight years. Yeah. But yeah, it paid off. We got a house that we liked. We got the things we wanted. But it's, there's a level of you have to be patient. You have to pick what you want. You have to make choices that maybe 
Like, like we didn't want to live in an apartment longer. Right. But we made that choice because we didn't want the alternative. Didn't you, you bought your house after the market crash. We sure did. Yeah. So, so that will be nice when the market crashes again <laughs> and people can afford The market's not going to crash like that. So you waited for 10 years to buy the house that you wanted. Luckily for you, the market crashed. Otherwise, you'd have been fucked. Mm, we could have gotten something else as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We just lucked out and got something we really liked. Okay. Instead of something. Uh, but yeah. And then the other is you have to, you have to work for it. Like. You do have I, to work. I know, I know a younger person who has said, I'm not going to hustle. And I'm like, okay. Then hustle means work in the corporate world or. Like work hard, try to move up, try to get oh. raises, things like that. No, oh. I. Well, I'm not going to hustle, which is like if I look at the social media, I see very similar sentiments. There's it's things a, like I'm going to, you know, live in a cabin or, you know, I'm going to van life. Van, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to hustle. I'm not going to do these things. I'm like, all right, that's a choice. But that's going to hold you back. That's going to keep you from doing other things that you want to do. And then you're going to complain that you can't afford to buy a house. I think the stigma, well, we're going off at a tangent here. There, there's a follow-up. It's uh, okay. It's of this okay. Question. It's our show. You're right. Uh, the follow-up from this question, how am I supposed to afford to live? Um, 90% of my paycheck goes to necessities like rent, food, and transportation. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like you got 10% of your paycheck going to savings. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. It's tight. But, you know, 10 percent is work your way up. And, and honestly, and get, well, the issue is that it's hard to get uh, pay raises at jobs. So people job hop now. And yeah, that's how you get pay raises. Necessity, now. Yeah. Sucks. But yeah, it's not like it's 1950 where you work at the same company for 30 yeah, years and retire like there and then get a pension. No, 10 percent raise every you, year. You bonuses and you do a job gives you a Christmas bonus yeah. because everyone's. No, you do a job. You get a skill. You move up in that company or. You move to another company to move up, get more pay, learn new skills, and yeah. that's how that's how the job market is now. Or just learn to live at ninety percent. I mean, of your paycheck. So ten percent is a a lot. It's like, a lot. It's a, a good saving. Yeah, like if and, and I'm sure this is not an actual. I don't think they're being like accurate. I don't know that they know exactly ninety yeah. percent, but yeah. But also, like, let's be honest. We we spend a lot of money on things that we don't have to have yes not saying avocado toast for example no but no streaming services i was just thinking i spend 40 dollars every month on cold brew coffee and not just i'm not going to starbucks and buying a, a four dollar cold mm. brew every time i'm buying like the cold brew from the grocery store yeah. which is like five dollars per mm. bottle i buy two per week and also to be to be clear i'm not saying you shouldn't do that I'm not saying you're wrong for doing that. Right. I support, like, sometimes that's what you need to get through the day. That's just a small luxury that you like. Do those things. That's fine. I'm just saying that everything you do is a choice. And if you want to, like, change things, you should sit down and look at where the possibility is. Because there's always something. Even when we were poor, living in, like, we bought Jif peanut butter. We could have bought store brand. So if it was like really important that I save money, there's things we could have you done. You could have saved that 50 yeah, cents. Yeah. But I didn't want to. And that's fine. There's back nothing when, wrong with that. Back when 50 cents could get you something. <laughs> you go to hot now. 
<laughs> back then you could yeah <laughs> i'm just saying like we we've all like everyone in the world has things that they do and they have things that they could do to save money and they like even i grew up very very poor mm-hmm. we still bought craft macaroni and cheese oh like wow you we probably could have saved whatever amount on a box of to get the you know spartan brand or whatever the yeah. not craft yeah. brand was but everyone makes those choices in their life that this is the line that i'm not gonna go beyond that sure. so you just have to look at it and find the line and you know sometimes the cheapest departments in town are all full and you have to get the more expensive move, one or you got to move to adrian could move farther out yeah you're yeah. right but not Jackson. not with no, no not with these gas prices <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I work, let's say I work in Livonia, and I want to find a cheaper place to live. I could live in Westland, I guess. You could. Or Jackson mm-hmm. and, and commute an hour and a half to You could work. get a roommate. Ugh. I know, you right? You shouldn't have to live with roommates. You should be able to people, have your own place. People have lived with roommates for decades. You have boarding houses. You shouldn't have to, is what I'm saying. It's very common. Going like I said, boarding houses, where like, you know, if this were a boarding house, okay. shot four bedrooms, mm-hmm. we'd be renting out three of them to who knows. And that was the that was their room. Scoff laws, yeah. <laughs> Ne'er do wells. <laughs> well, it's grape juice. One hundred percent juice. One hundred percent juice. <laughs> This wasn't you. The, you hate that kid. I hate him. This wasn't the girl I was thinking of. This is a boy that said, you're, Geez. "You're merging the two. Yeah, you want to light him on fire. Ah, speaking of fire. Oh, yeah. Health Canada is recalling over 10 million packages of cigarettes over increased fire hazard concerns. You'd think that they recall them due to you know the fact they cause cancer. That could be it, and and I increased fire hazard more than just regular fire hazard. What's because it? it's a fucking cigarette? It burns. You're holding you, fire. You in burn your hand. it. Yeah, it's, it's it on burns fire, too. and people frequently fall asleep with them burning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard. I have a um, a vinyl chair from mm-hmm. the 1950s in my house. Mm-hmm. I bought it in Henderson, Texas, when I was visiting my mom. My to have mom, a nice cigarette burn in it. My mom said it is so so rare to find a vinyl piece of furniture from the fifties that does not have cigarette burns in it. <laughs> There's not one in it. Not a single one. Not one. No. Wow. No ash fell. Nothing. It's like a unicorn. It is. Well, it's coming apart now because. Um, oh, side note. <laughs> this is a very side note. So I wear size thirty six jeans. Don't look at the time. Don't worry about the time. Don't it's the time. You glanced at the time. I wear size 36 jeans. Uh-huh. I've worn size 36 jeans for quite a few years now. Okay. I was deluded in that, uh, like, I had not gained weight. I gained weight, but somehow I didn't gain any girth. So I bought a pair of uh, a pair of dress pants, because I need uh-huh. a pair of dress pants for a wedding I'm going to next month. And I bought them size 36, of course. These nope. bitches are too small. And I was like, oh, this is bullshit because they must have had these pants altered because there's no way that it's this small <laughs> and it's a size 36. Apparently, jean fabric stretches, mm-hmm. I, you know, whatever. Yeah. 
So I was mad and I busted out the tape measure. There's no way. Because if this is 36 inches around, then it has to be 18 inches when it's cut in half. And I measured it exactly <laughs> 18 inches. I measured my waist. And I'm, a, I'm a 42. That's my waist. Back when I worked at Sears, the highest we went was 44. <laughs> Not anymore. Unless you got like the... um. Oh gosh, what was that brand? The, the Sears brand pants, not not Floorshine. There was another. It doesn't matter. Anyway, those went up to size fifty. Anchor Bay. Yeah, <laughs> but there were those were large pants. They were in the big and tall section. We didn't. We yeah. Well, we did, if we had had one, yeah, exactly. That was just the American section. Forty-two. I, I know there are people that are that size i i just i can't believe i'm that size and i'm still wearing a 36 jean i i should buy bigger jeans maybe they'd be more comfortable it might be anyway it's hard to go up a size it's hard to go up a size it's very hard to go up four sizes (laughs) (laughs) this is true this is true but i'm not going to change any habits or how i'm eating you could start smoking i hear that uh, oh methamphetamines no, I just regular cigarettes. Oh, okay. Then you're not eating. Speaking of cigarettes. Well, Canada's health agency issue, uh, uh, issued recalls for Players, Players Smooth, Players Original regular size cigarettes sold in packs of 20 and 25. Okay. Health Canada advises smokers to immediately stop using the recalled products and contact Imperial Tobacco Canada Limited. The health agency said that the recalls, uh, the recalled cigarettes do not meet the performance standards because they must burn their full length no more than 25% of the time. Do uh, they mean like what? filter and all? The full length, like, so if you light it, it only burns the whole cigarette without any interaction from you 25% of the time? That's apparently what it says. That sounds like that's not right. It should burn all the way, 100%, right? All the yeah. time? It's... It's a cigarette that you light on fire and it burns. That's, right. That's the point of it. And you smoke it. You inhale the smoke directly. Cigarettes that do not meet the performance requirement pose an increased risk of fire hazard, Health Canada said in the recall notice. The National Health Agency said uh, 10.1 million packages of the affected product were sold in Canada. Who can afford that? People whose rent is very low, apparently. <laughs> That's why they it's avocado toast and cigarettes. <laughs> As of July 12th, there have been no reports of incidents or injuries in Canada. Well, that's great. Nobody's gotten hurt in Canada. At all? Not, no, July 12th. So that's, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. Can you return cigarettes? Well, apparently, to this be like these don't taste good. I don't like them. I don't think it's. I don't think uh, party stores return things like that. It's not a satisfaction. Imagine like drinking half a Monster Energy drink. I'm like, nah, I didn't like this. I want to return it to the Speedway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kent Slaughter of Springfield, Missouri, says in a class action lawsuit against Bass Pro Uh-oh. that the outdoor the outdoor outfitter is refusing to honor its lifetime warranty on socks. Oh no. These poor people. <laughs> it's one thing after another. First know. Biden's elected, now the socks. They're so oppressed. 
Well, actually, first Obama was elected. No, that was the <laughs> that was the straw. I truly believe that he's an antichrist. <laughs> this lady said. So after years of exchanging his redhead lifetime guarantee all-purpose wool socks when they were wore out, the Springfield based company changed its policy in 2021 oh it's another covid policy well when slaughter tried to return four pairs of socks he was given socks that only carried a 60-day warranty uh so it sounds like what he what he's done is he bought these socks in uh, 1982 yeah for like 82 cents probably uh and when they wear out he returns them and gets a brand new pair of socks right but this time with only a 60-day warranty instead of lifetime. And he's been doing this since 1982. We, we assume. Uh, we assume. Yeah. Th- that part's conjecture. Yeah. So a Bass Pro representative said the company won't comment on pending litigation. Well, the lawsuit said Bass Pro is misrepresenting the socks in its ads because it said they are the last sock you'll ever need to buy because of the lifetime warranty. The last sock you'll ever need to buy. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> Slaughter said, his last name Slaughter. Slaughter said in the lawsuit that the warranty was a major factor in his decision to buy the socks. So you've got lifetime warranty socks. And then when you replace them, they only have a 60-day warranty. So the socks are lasting more than 60 days. Well, the original sock had a lifetime warranty. Yeah. After the change in 2021... Now it's just sixty day warranty. Okay, so, he so he's getting... been he's been returning these socks for years. Okay, and now they're like, sorry, he's been having here's a your sixty day sock. Okay, I feel like it, like the the lifetime warrant one. Why would you have a lifetime warranty on socks? Socks are going to wear out. Right. That's like having a, a lifetime warranty on toilet paper. This is like the tax and spend liberals, but for uh, socks. Yeah, and so he's gaming the system. Yeah. But, you know, fuck big corporations, too. So, yeah. And especially Bass Pro. <laughs> Just go to Cabela's. Yeah. You know, definitely don't go to REI, though. No, that's for liberals. Yeah, definitely. Outdoor liberals. Mm, outdoor liberals. <laughs> Walking their golden retrievers on paths. Going to national parks. Not and... killing animals. But they're quinoa. And get arrested for that. You can for going out. If you go out, like in Missouri, you go out into the wilderness and you don't come back with a deer. That's against the law. That's yeah. like a dead deer. I mean, <laughs> especially uh, uh, Dave up north and his grandpa having the shotgun in the bathroom <laughs> and shooting the deer. <laughs> you mentioned that one out of the bathroom window. Uh, it should be illegal. Speaking of things that. Cops do. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that mm-hmm. good? Sure. Shorter women will be able to join Spain's police forces after the country's top court ruled on Monday that a minimum height requirement for female officers is discriminatory. Well, the court scrapped the 1.6 meter, which is five foot three inches, height requirement due to a case filed by a young woman barred from taking her selection test in 2017 because she was four centimeters shorter than the minimum. So the court scrapped the requirement because she was scrappy. (laughs) Do you think her head was bigger than the rest of her body? (laughs) And she was hated among all the original police fans. The problem was when she went to take the test, she said, Puppy power! (laughs) 
I don't know what a Spanish accent sounds like. Well, are they from Barcelona? The, okay, though. So the requirement con- constitutes an indirect discrimination against women compared to men who require height is much less demanding. This is so bad. Since the percentage of women in Spain and F Spain below the threshold is much higher than the percentage of men, 3%, a court document said. I'm so I I'm so sorry. You're from Barcelona. For all of that. That was awful. <laughs> Provided the plaintiff passes her exam, the court ordered the police to employ the woman and give her the same pay seniority as women who were admitted in 2017. Okay. Nice. Can you not police if you're less than 53? I don't I I think you can. Can you reach the wheels of your squad car? They can provide. I I don't know if they have squad cars and I assume they have cars. Nah, it's probably a little Vespa. <laughs> I just assume they're riding around like horses and shit in Spain, right? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a Vespa with a little paella holder. I don't know. What do they eat in Spain? I don't know. I think paella. Flan. Flan. A lot of flan, I remember. Lots of from, seafood, I think. From uh, Mussels and clams and shit. I don't remember that from Spanish class. No? I think, well. Just flan and churros. So according to a world survey by Imperial College in London, the average height of a 19-year-old Spanish man was 1.76 meters uh, in 2019, while women the same age were on average 1.62 meters tall. Oh. I know exactly what that means. <laughs> the court said the National Police provided no justification for limiting access to job seekers based on their height. And the process of selection for police officers includes physical and medical tests, which guarantee the candidates are fit enough to comply with the job. Well... Once you get the job, you don't have to be fit, right? Do they keep going, making them go through fitness? Are these aren't well, like maybe in police. Spain? Yeah, they have to do their like annual flamenco test. In, <laughs> in the United States, it's just donuts, right? <laughs> you have to be able to not not play a whole football match, but watch a whole football match. Yeah. I mean, height shouldn't soccer. matter. I mean, if if those little little people could take down uh, the guy in Gulliver's Travels. Then I think, you know, a 1.6 meter person is fine. Yeah, probably. It would seem. That's what I would seem to think. Indeed. Yeah. So, Jeff. Yes. What have we learned today? Uh, We learned that teachers are so poor they have to live in their classroom. Yeah. Like just in the filing cabinet. Also, why not live in the classroom? Because it's awful for the teacher. My classroom's disgusting. It would be well. You would clean it. I th- I assume if you live there, <laughs> isn't that? The but job there would of the there would be people. Staff? There would <laughs> there would be people that would ruin it. Yeah, absolutely. There's people who ruin it now. Yeah. I remember that when I worked in the office, we couldn't have toasters because someone like almost lit the place on fire. <laughs> There's so many rules based on one person's <laughs> some idiocy. asshole being a douchebag. Yeah. Trying to toast like a, they're probably trying to like. I've seen like on the the internet where they put the toaster on the side and then they put the hamburger in the toaster. Oh, or something. yeah, it's probably something like. Or that. try to like microwave a pop tart still in the foil. Yeah, yeah. no pop tarts. No. Uh, we also learned that uh, a office was like, "Let's go, Brandon." No, we're just kidding. We didn't do it. We're not partisan. We also learned that cigarettes uh, burn too fast, and you yeah. have to recall them. Apparently. They should, they should they <laughs> should they should replace them with uh cigarettes that you can't light. Oh, good idea. And so it's oh. like those candles you can't blow out. <laughs> lights and just keeps going out. 
I guess is the opposite of the candles that won't go out. Was it? Was it? There's something about Mary where this lady Magda would smoke these cigarettes and she'd inhale and it just like, burns so fast. I haven't seen that movie in probably 20 years. Yeah, I think I might be it. Maybe I'll watch it this week. Yeah, I probably won't. But maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Who the fuck? Uh, we learned that uh, Bass Pro doesn't actually believe in their lifetime warranty. Yeah, lifetime warranty is only on a single pair of socks. It's, it's the lifetime of the bass. Very short, especially with all the people catching them. Indeed. Yeah. And it has to be a pro bass, not an amateur. We also learned that it's, you're never too short to be a cop in Spain. In Spain. And this hour has been an hour and 43 minutes. Ooh. So we're pretty old. <laughs> Are we? Yeah, and we complained a lot about a, a lot of old people stuff on the show tonight. We complain about those young people who just don't want to work hard. Yeah. So here's my complaint. I understand that it is harder now. It's more difficult it's now than it was. Yeah. But it's not like as much as is made out to be. Is is it harder because of the expectation of what we know it could be? Perhaps. <laughs> Here's the problem. What the fuck did S- I just say? Suffering comes from the pursuit and the desire of pleasure. And you need to leave these uh desires to find happiness. Wow. So Fenyor Buddha over here. Thi. Or is that Th- Thidartha Gautama? Thi. So um here's here I got a complaint. Okay. I've complained a lot about Meyer, for example, over the pandemic. They're closing at midnight now. Ugh. Okay. I, so, so many places are closing and so it's fine. horrible. But apparently it's up to the individual Meyer store. No. Oh. And there are still Meyers, not Meyers, but Meyers, plural, that are open twenty four hours. It's so just it's the just ones the asshole in our here. areas. Oh. Our area that are not. Okay, so I go uh, grocery shopping. I'm there last night late, ten thirty, ten forty five, or whatever. Um, so first of all, they already have all the pallets out mm-hmm. for restock. Block for restock, blocking nice. the aisles and shit at like ten thirty, ten forty five, whatever. Yeah, the Kroger around here doesn't restock at all. Well, that yeah, it must be nice, right? <laughs> so back when it was a twenty four hour store, you're restocking at ten o'clock. I understand. You don't close. There's no other time to restock. Yeah. But you're closed from midnight until like six or seven or eight in the morning or whatever time they open. Why don't just restock between midnight and six in the morning? You have six hours. Nobody wants to work those times. Do it then. Well, no one does. It's not that they don't want to work those times. It's just that they're not paid enough to work those times. That's the problem. Uh, I think there is a level of, I just don't want to work those times. Yes, I agree. Because like I don't want you can pay me fifty dollars an hour and I'm not working overnight. I would say that there are a lot of people that would work overnight for fifty bucks an hour. There might be. If you're getting paid, let's say fifteen dollars an hour to work during the day, and they say we'll pay you twenty dollars an hour to work at night, you get a shift premium. Then I think more people would work overnight. Maybe. Yeah. We digress as always. So I'm there. It's late. Um, I'm already in a bad mood because I think I hadn't had any ca- caffeine at all. I'm out, of, I'm out of my cold brew. When you said, I thought you were about to say cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> I need my daily dose of cotton candy. Okay. Or I'm, I can't function as a person. <laughs> so I'm there. Um, people are just, I mean, it's late at night. I get it, but they're just not paying attention. They're not only are there pallets of shit in the way 
also the people aren't paying attention and they're in my way and I just want to go. I want to get my stuff and I want to get out. And so I'm stuck behind this lady and her little, she's probably a daughter. She's probably like nine or 10 or something. And, um, I'm just waiting there, waiting for them to make a decision to see where they're going to go. Um, instead of trying to like move past them and then run into them. And this little child barks at me. She goes like that. And I kind of like jumped and she goes, it's okay. You can come on through. And the mom didn't say anything to her. Like I would say, don't, if it was my child, don't bark at people. What are you doing? Don't bark at people. That's weird. Don't do that. (laughs) So anyway, so I go around that person. Maybe it was a conversation after you left. Hopefully. So as not to embarrass. I don't think the mom even noticed. Could have been that too. Yeah. My daughter hissed at people for a while. (laughs) And did you tell her not to hiss at people? There was, we are not a cat. (laughs) We don't hiss. Okay, but how? And then also, she started growling at me. How like, old was she when she was doing this? Within the last two years, I'd say. Oh, so like five, four, six, five. Okay, that's that's not out of the. No, this child was ten. I mean, I had a I had an eighth grader who used to hiss at me. Oh, okay. Because nobody told. Okay, so nobody told them that don't do it. Okay, so then next aisle over I'm doing that thing with this one couple where we're going oh, opposite you keep meeting. On, and we keep meeting yeah. and they're always in my way it's like a uh, synchronized shopping yeah I actually had to not get any cereal because they were just set up in front of the cereal and I'm awkward and I don't want to say excuse me and I, I couldn't find the Cocoa Pebbles anyway and I was already mad so okay so then that's fine and then um <laughs> I, I'm rounding rounding a corner of this aisle, and at the end of the aisle is syrup, and I have stopped um, to let this couple through. And so I should say I don't know if they were a couple. It was two women. They might have been roommates or best friends, but they lived together. Whatever was happening. Mm-hmm. So the one says, um, "Oh, can we get some syrup?" Okay. Okay. And the other one says, "What do we need syrup for?" And the first one says, "Well, we're out of syrup." Obviously. And the other one says, well, we're out of syrup. We never use syrup. And the first one says, well, can we just get some syrup? And the the other one says, what are you going to use syrup for? (laughs) What do you use syrup for? (laughs) And the first one says, "Um, for pancakes or waffles. And the other one says, you never make pancakes or waffles. This is quite a (laughs) tennis match back and forth. Just get the damn syrup. <laughs> Just get the it's syrup. It's like $3, it's $5. Dollars. If you, Maybe 7 if you get the giant uh, Mrs. Buttersworth. Yeah. So I, I'm watching this. So they're in front of me. I'm stopped because they're in my way. I can't get by, so I'm just watching this whole exchange, and I'm on Syrup Girl's side, of yeah, course. Like, just get the syrup. Just get the, let her get the syrup. Are it's you a couple kidding bucks. me? What is the problem? But I know that this is a larger issue. <laughs> Definitely. I so uh, first girl probably buys a bunch of shit that they don't need, right? And they have to throw it out. They have to throw it away because it expires. So it's a girls, pound of quinoa, and they never cook it. Exactly, like you, wasting we, money. Yeah, you bought grape jelly. We never make peanut butter and jelly. It's just sitting in the in the refrigerator now. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, get get the just get the syrup. The syrup get, will get last the syrup forever. So I can move. It will. It doesn't someone's yeah. someone's gonna have a pancake. Someone's gonna have a. Ego. Get well. Get the egos of the next aisle or two aisles over. Get hey. the egos, and you could complement your syrup with the egos. And then once you're done they with that box of egos, you'll have syrup left over. They can't get egos. They don't have syrup. 
<laughs> the whole argument was ridiculous. And it's funny because like you, you as a couple or maybe as, as roommates, even you like, especially if you're like cutting the grocery budget in half. Yeah. Like I never use syrup. You're the one that uses syrup. Why am I getting, why do I have to buy syrup if you're, and it's just indicative of a larger relationship problem. It was mm-hmm. not about the syrup. Yeah. It's about other communication issues. It's about these other things. It was just very yeah. funny to me. To, I could see that if it was something weird, like my wife was like, can we get some like flan? Be like, oh yeah. Why, why do we need flan? First of all, do they make prepackaged flan? They do. Really? Well, yeah. I'd, I'd buy that. That sounds good. And I'd be like, why do we need flan? Yeah. But like after I understood why we're getting this thing we don't usually get, like syrup is a staple kind of thing. It's a staple. Yeah. Like I would, I would imagine you go into most houses, you'll find syrup. I would say 90% of houses yeah. you have syrup in. Yeah. At least. Maybe different types of syrup. Sure. Even. You might have like actual maple. You might have log, log cabin. cabin. Yeah. In a terrible situation, you might have like Hungry Jack. Hungry <laughs> Jack. With the little microwave, like the little sticker on the front that tells you it's hot. Yeah. So you know when to stop microwaving it. Here's the thing. You don't need hot syrup. Room temperature syrup is fine. I never understood the hot syrup. Like, I'd see the commercials for it. And I'm like, why, why are they, you... Why? They deliver... So, in when you go to IHOP... It's not not, not the ones, Not the ones that are on the table. Although, I don't know if they do those anymore because of COVID. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they bring you, like, heated up syrup. They have syrup warmers. Do at IHOP? It, yeah. Do they? The syrup they bring to the table is warm. Does yeah. it say hot on it? So if you spill it on your crotch, you don't sue? I hope so. <laughs> because if not, I'm spilling some syrup on my crotch. Then I, you have to go to ISU. 